So we bless the Lord for the joy of being together again. Turn to somebody before we listen to the message. Tell him again, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. All right then, so quickly let us look at the word of God just to encourage us just once again to start our, our faith and the fire that God has placed in us by the gift that Jesus Christ has come unto us. We've read the scripture and it, was, it is it's very clear as uh, the part that we have read where the word of God declares and he says those words that unto us, that is Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord will perform it. And if you jump to Luke chapter 2 verse 14, when the shepherds were in the, in the field, when Jesus had been born, you know the story and our sister has read, the, uh, recounted the whole thing in the, in, the, in, the, in the script that she was reading. And we thank God for our sister Tom, she shared it very nicely. The word of God says in Luke chapter 2 verse 14, as the angels appear, the word of God says that, you know, from verse 13, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Essentially, the angels were rejoicing that Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and 7 had been, had come to be fulfilled. It had come to become a reality. It had moved from being just words that have been spoken into being a reality in the realm of nature or in the lives of men and women yet once again. Now if you jump back to the beginning, you realize first of all here he speaks of he shall be called the Prince of Peace. He says also in that particular place that you know the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Those particular two aspects, they're very interesting. And then in Luke he comes and says, on earth peace. As after saying glory to God and on earth peace. If you jump back to the beginning, you realize the story that we know. Eden, the Garden of Eden, it was the glimpse of the reign of peace. That was peace manifest in all its aspects. Harmony or peace, harmony was present between all, you know, that were present on earth and maybe in the whole universe. Let us say that one. There, were, you know, there was no, even if you looked on the ground at that particular time, it would appear there were no thorns, there were no plants with thorns. There were no thistles at that particular time. There was something glorious about the whole, the whole habitation of earth. There were no earthquakes, there were no floods, there were no storms, and even there was no rain. Heaven used to give just dew, dew will come and rest on the earth. So there will be no soil erosion or even things like that. Everything that is the essence of the manifestation of peace. Even the ground itself was at peace. Think about it. Pregnancy and childbirth. You know, they were not 
sorrowful according to the way they were. They were not supposed to be sorrowful. And we'll look at that just very briefly. They were not supposed to be sorrowful. Man did not have to toil or sweat so as to be able to eat. To eat. But immediately after the fall, you know what happened. Disharmony engulfed the whole world of nature. You realize sorrow and pain descended even upon the woman. And it changed a glorious experience. Childbirth and pregnancy was supposed to be a glorious experience. It changed that into a moment of sorrow and pain. If you read Genesis chapter 3 verse 16, you discover that where God says, I will multiply your sorrow, you know, in, in childbirth, in pain, you will you, give, give birth or things like that. It does not mean that there would have been pain before. Essentially, the essence of the context is because in the beginning, God made everything was good. Peace was all over. Even childbirth and pregnancy were to be beautiful and wonderful. It was not to be a painful thing. You realize after the fall, nature revolted and started to work against itself. Even art itself revolted and refused to cooperate. It started to produce thorns and thistles. That is, if you read in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, the Bible told that says, man was told, when you dig the earth, it will give you thorns and thistles, meaning they were not there before. But suddenly, they came. Everything that was contrary started to appear. Heaven, somehow, even the dew started to disappear, and deserts appeared on the face of the earth. You realize something that happened at that particular time if you analyze it well and you meditate on it. The covering of love that covered man and woman at that particular time was lifted off. It was taken away and instead distress, anxiety, hopelessness, sorrow and grief, mistrust, emptiness, hatred. They filled the whole atmosphere around men and women. And the Bible says, a flaming sword came and started to cut. It cut the link between God and man. Because God is life. But that flaming sword came and cut off that particular link. Meaning, there was no more life for man. So essentially, death has to be the obvious thing. Since the link between life and man had been cut off. And man and woman could not be able to go back to that particular place. You realize, then Isaiah comes and tells us a wonderful word which we have read. And to us a child is born and unto us a son is given. He says, Jesus basically is the prince of peace as he lists out the names that are given unto him in that particular place. Hebrews tells us he is the express image of the everlasting father. Meaning that, you know, we, you and me, we were made in the image of the Lord Jesus at the very beginning. Adam was made in the image of the Lord Jesus. That is how Adam was manifested. He was supposed to be wonderful. He was supposed to be, you know, like uh, the prince of peace, basically. Because in his presence, peace was all over, all over the earth. He was that ma manifestation of the image of God. And that's what you and I, we were supposed to be. That is, man and woman, as we have said before, we are a mirror. We were made to be a mirror. You know the mirror that we look at, we, we look in. And remember, the mirror only reflects ob an object that is before it. If there is no object before it, it will not, ref it will not reflect anything. But if there, whatever comes before it, the mirror will reflect. That is you and I. We are mirrors. 
when God left the sin of man, when God left the nature, man and woman started to reflect everything and anything but God. Because God was not there to reflect. He is, we are supposed to be an image of God. Now listen, as we, as we, draw to, we, we finalize this, that God is life. As he tells us in, in, in John chapter 14 verse 6, uh, he's the life, the way, the truth, and the life. God is life, that is Jesus is life. And that means in the absence of life, because the flaming sword had cut off that particular life, there was only death. And that's what man and woman could reflect. Death entered in. God is the way because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. In the absence of the Lord in the, before man, there was no way. Confusion ensured. It entered into the realm of nature because there is nobody could be able to know which way to turn. God is truth. The Lord Jesus is truth. As the word says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. In his absence, there was only lies. And hence man could only reflect lies that were before him. God is peace. As the word of God says, he is the prince of peace. In his absence, there was no peace to reflect. He, there was only chaos at that particular time. That is, the reflection of God in man and woman. Meant, you know, it was meant to bear upon the whole nature. And maybe the whole universe. So as to make the universe a wonderful and glorious masterpiece. Because you and I and every human being manifesting the presence, manifesting the presence of God meant that, you know, it will reflect all over wherever it is. And as a result, every other bit of creation, because they were placed on a man, they were to reflect man while man reflects God. Meaning at the end of it all, God was to be reflected across the whole universe, across every particular plant, every animal for the glory of God. But when God moved away as a result the reflection that came out to everything to the plants to the ground to the animals was something distorted something evil something filthy and hence all nature became filthy the earth revolted earthquakes floods and water view there was nothing whatever was being reflected was the turmoil there was in man and woman, in you and in, in you and in me. And hence he says, you know, when, but when fellowship was restored, as he tells unto us, as, as a child is born and a son is given, things started to come back together again. When that fellowship, when you give your life to Jesus, when I give my life to Jesus, when any man or any woman gives and surrenders his life to Jesus because he's the way, the truth, and the life, that which was lost once again starts to appear, yet once again in the horizon. That which was distorted and disfigured, it is made anew for the glory of God. It is no longer in the state of Adam. It is a new living Adam, as the Bible says, Jesus Christ is the new Adam. And he says, harmony is restored. The turmoil in our bodies of sicknesses and what of you, once again, the Lord says to do something that will bring a healing. Now listen as we read these few scriptures, once again to ferment it, it says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. 
I encourage us today because of this child who has been born unto us as we close this year and we enter into this in the next year. My brother, my sister, make it a point that he is going to ever be before you. Blessed is that one who keeps his mind stayed on him. You are a mirror and I'm a mirror. As long as he stays before us, we meditate on him. We think about him. We read his word. We sing him. We pray him. We, you know, we, we, we dream. We dream him. We look at our brothers and sisters and we seek to identify him in our beloved ones who are around about us because he is manifested in us. He says he will keep you in perfect peace. That peace will once again start to emanate within your spirit as you focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Hear what he says in John 16, 33. These things are spoken unto you that you may have, in, in me you may have peace. As you look at him, that peace that he is and in him will start reflecting in you. The moment you look away from him, you can rest assured, distress and turmoil and anxiety ensures grief and sorrow comes into our path. When Jesus is moved out of the way, make sure, my brother and my sister, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Don't let that son get out of your sight. Get out of your mind. Get out of your emotion. Get out of all your life. Let him be packed in every aspect of your life in Jesus' name. For unto you and unto me he has been given. He says in John 14, 27, Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. That is his promise. He is peace incarnate. And if you possess him, you look at him continually. Unto us a son is given. Unto us a child is born. The government shall be upon his shoulder. And he says of his reign, there will be no end. There is no cutting short what he has promised. Don't lose sight and don't let your faith waver as things go by. Finally, he says in Philippians chapters 4, verse 6 and 7, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. That is, you are continually focusing and looking unto Him. He is your source, He is your everything. He is the source of your desire and your supply. He says in verse 7, And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall guard your hearts and your mind through Jesus Christ. What is He saying? He came. So that you and I, we may be able to see him again. We may have an object before us so that we can be able to reflect. We look away from everything else and focus on him. And he will start reflecting in us. All for the glory of God. He came so that we could have him with us again. Emmanuel, God with us. That you know, whichever, whether he's behind here, you reflect him. Whether he's on this side, you reflect him. Whether he's on that side, you reflect him. Whether he's in front, you reflect him. Above, you reflect him. Beneath, you reflect him. You show him. And that peace will start coming out of you. Each, you know, oozing out of your life. Because he loves you. And he loves me in the name of Jesus. He came so that we can have a true object before us to be able to reflect in the name of the Lord Jesus. The scripture is coming to my spirit. Just let me read it for you. At Psalms 106 and verse 20. It is, it is an interesting scripture that I, I looked at the other day. Listen to what he says. Psalms chapter 106 and verse 19 and 20. They made a calf in Horeb that is the children of Israel, and worshipped the molden image. Therefore, thus, they changed their glory into the image of an ox that eats grass. 
When you place anything before you, other than God, be they the films we watch, be they the uh, soap operas we may watch, be they the items that we put before us, any idol, be it a celebrity, a man or a woman, whatever it is, be it a dress or a shoe, name it a house, a car, name it whatever we place before us. The Bible says there in verse 20, they change their glory into the image of an ox of a, uh, that eats grass. When we place anything before us other than God, we start reflecting that. If it is a dog, we shall start looking like that particular dog. That is what the scripture is telling us. Put the son, the child that has been given unto you and given unto me before you and your life will be changed. He came so that in you and me, the world as a whole may behold him again. In the name of Jesus Christ, I repeat again. He came so that in you and in me, the world and the universe as a whole may be able to behold him again. You may be like a point of dust here on the earth, but I can assure you, Jupiter looks across and it beholds the likeness of God that is manifested on that blue planet that is across in the far, far distance. Even Pluto looks across and says, wow, look at that. That is the image of my creator, of my maker. It looks across and it is able to focus in on you that far, wherever it is that you are, although you are as small as a dust. My brother and my sister, make it a point and make it a decision of your spirit that in Jesus' name, I am going to be that link. I will place him ever always before me, the child that has been born, the son that has been given unto us. I will make him to be the focus of my life, that all around me, even unto the planets and the stars and the galaxies that are far beyond, they will be looking across and they will see the powerful beaming light of the image of the living son of the living God. For he says, unto us a son is born. And to us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You are the link for all those titles to be manifested in the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. May God help you and help you to fulfill it. Father, we thank you for the child that has been born unto us. We thank you for the son that has been given unto us. We thank you that we are the link to make him be made manifest on earth. And you've given unto us the mission to make disciples of all nations. Father, King of glory, make it a reality in each one of us. Those ones here on the online and every member of this church, we shall make disciples because we are the link for you in this year and in the years to come. In Jesus' name. And so, Father, I command your blessing upon us all. Let God arise in each one. Let the enemy be scattered. Let your glory be made manifest as you are revealed in our midst, Abba Father. In Jesus' name.